0: Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, Miraculous Ladybug, and Ruby. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilval. Hello. Today, Delaney and I will be discussing the latest episode of Ruby, the Battle of Beacon, uh, Chapter 10 of Volume 3 of ruby we discuss ruby every week here on the overly animated podcast and you can check us out at overlyanimated.com spoilers for this episode of ruby and all of Roo volume 3 and everything else um let's get right into battle of beacon what did you think delaney um
1: which i didn't i I guess i didn't pay attention to the episode title and i was like i'm watching the battle of hogwarts
0: yeah it,
1: it's it, literally it, what it is it, it was yeah and um I'm a little surprised that we had an episode like this and that like I really thought we were like getting a bit more somewhere. Um, this was just, you know, the quintessential like battle episode. You know, everyone's fighting. We're setting, we're still setting up for the end of the season, which I was, I figured we'd be a little bit further than we are right now, which is fine. Um, I, I mean, this episode's fine. Like it. Sets up everything. Like, I'm really interested to see where, like what's going to happen next. Uh, the Grim Dragon is super cool, mm-hmm. and apparently is the mother of all Grim. Yeah,
0: apparently. Um,
1: the, only, the big standout to me though is um, the quote unquote camera angles in this episode.
0: Interesting. Like
1: how we move through how we move through scenes. Uh, at first, it was a little like whoa, but then I started to really like it. Like I I, I think it's the um, most interesting part of the episode is. Because, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those fight episodes. And like, yes, it's great. And, you know, <laughs> lol, we've been talking about the lockers. And look, the lockers finally appeared. There's like 12,000 lockers now. Yeah. But I think the big takeaway that I, I mean, I liked the episode. I'm just really, was really fascinated by the camera. Like, unquote, unquote, like how he moved through scenes in this episode.
0: That's interesting. So props to Carrie's uh, direction work here, I guess. Um, that makes, that makes sense that the that the direction would stand out in an episode that's light on light on narrative i, I think um yeah i i think that this is fine this episode it was like it, it was i don't i really don't can't think of anything that stood out to me but um it was just solid i would have preferred an episode with more narrative but this is this is how it functions within the season this is the type of episode that makes more sense if you view the season altogether um because it's just having like a a battle episode on its own really doesn't work like as well as some other episodes obviously would.
1: especially since we had a week off
0: yeah so it's 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 le- it's like a letdown uh from a narrative perspective but it's not you know like that's not the show's fault right this this is going to function much better within the context of the entire season I'm fully aware of that so I mean I did not like it but I also didn't particularly like anything that happened um there are some things that I, I have problems with like um, I continue to not necessarily like everything's continuing to spiral spiral downward and I don't really like anything that's happening. Like, I know that we're not, you're not supposed to like, like the bad things happening, but it's, it they should at least seem somewhat satisfying and like given the buildup. And I don't think there's enough buildup for the major bad thing that happens here. So we'll talk about that. Um, and of course, uh, it's interesting. You said that you're like, you thought we'd be further along. Um, I like, I, I kind kind of agree. But also, I mean, we don't know where we're going to end up the season. There's still two full more episodes to go. So there's a lot that could happen.
1: Uh, I just thought we would like I just wasn't expecting an entire battle episode. Like I was expecting some sort of shift. Yeah. Like and I mean, it's fine that we didn't get it. Hopefully we'll have more breathing room. In the next two episodes.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're calling this like the start of a war of last time. But I didn't necessarily, yeah, I didn't know that we'd focus all, so much on the war, right? Like, that's kind of what this was. Um, Which it's
1: very, I mean, it's very, I mean, it's just so, it, I mean, this is how the Battle of Hogwarts function it's just We just don't have Harry doing anything right now.
0: Yeah, the problem, the, the yeah, but the interesting thing is that, it, I agree, Battle of Hogwarts is like the closest comparison. But that's like at the final, <laughs> that's the final book. <laughs> this is just like yeah. random season three, right? Yeah. So it's it's weird to have this in the middle of the show
1: we don't really have the underlying, um, like, we really don't know what's going on. Like with battle of Hogwarts, like we know what they're, they're getting the Horcruxes. Like we know what they're going for. Harry has to fight Voldemort. It's like, what are we doing? Like, is Ruby going to fight Cinder? Ruby is about to fight Roman. Like.
0: Ro- no, Ruby's about to fight Neo. We're setting up for a Ruby. Oh, yeah, battle yeah, Neo. That,
1: well, I, yeah. I just meant like,
0: she's well, like maybe Roman too, but yeah, Ruby Neo battle yeah. is going to be, that's one fans have been calling for. So happy about that. but, yeah, I, I think that I will be happy with this episode in the context of the season really only if the villains win at the end. Like, yeah. I don't think this right. I don't think this makes that much sense if everything's just resolved again. I don't think that's where we're going. Like, I think they're doing some sort of shift in the show. Um, but
1: I think like we're I mean, I think I mentioned that that I want a season of like just We're not like I think we're setting up for next season to be like, I don't know, captured or like under a new regime, like. Yeah, it's like they take like t- a took new over, headmaster a beacon or something.
0: Something like that. They took over Vale, and it's like the beacon students rise up. Yeah. Um and it's I It's like
1: I, an expanded like an ex like Hogwarts from like the other perspective. This
0: the the thing is that this is it's striking because this is so much bigger than anything they've done in the last two seasons. Like season one was just a very isolated kind of conflict at the end. Season two had uh kind of a bigger thing, but it was it was never. You never thought this is like the end all be all, and now we're jumping right into this. Uh, this one of the big, like they say, this day will go down in, um, you know, in history. And I think that, uh, like we, we're stepping up so quickly to some huge world changing event that I, I, I really do think we need some payoff. Like I think it'll be really unsatisfying if nothing happens at the end of the season.
1: Well, especially like the Grim are so like, I mean, we we talked, you know like, a lot about, you know, how the Grimm function in the show, and how they don't really need anything else, but it's also like, I'm not really worried that the Grim are running around.
0: The Grimm are like, the least of the problems here.
1: Like, the fight, like, the fighting and all this is very anticlimactic to me. Like, and I I mean, I understand what we're doing. Like, we have to have this whole, like, you know, Veil's under attack, the Grim, everyone's fighting, like, we're defending the school, like, that all makes sense, I understand why I have to do this, but then, like, I don't know, like, a lot of, I don't know, if, I don't necessarily know if these moments were supposed to pay off, but there were several moments, you know, you know, with Blake and Weiss, like, fighting, and then it was like, I don't really care, <laughs> like, the thing is, at the end of the day, we always expect them to defeat the Grimm, and to me, that's going to be the more interesting thing, is if the Grimm win, because even, let's say, like, if the villains win, the villains win, and it's just because they use the Grimm, it's not like the Grimm won, you know, like, they're in control. I think that's really what I want is that I want the grim to win. Yeah, like, that oh, would be. I yeah, it'd be
0: like because um, you forget, but remnants, remnants is portrayed as this um, as this kind of chaotic world where there's just these four hubs of civilization within the chaos, right? So it'd be interesting to see one of the hubs fall back into. Uh, you fall to the rest of the world, which is kind of—I don't know if that's like. Here's the thing: so we—it's—it's it's there. It's like controlled chaos that they're unleashing upon upon bacon, Beacon Vale here. And we it, the coming into this episode, we have the two threats of um, Grim and the White Fang, and then we're adding the you know the controlled robot soldiers at the at the end so there's just so much going on the knights yeah so it's like what what's the ultimate outcome gonna be that's the thing like the grim i feel like are i don't know like they work better here because they're not like they're only the initial threat like within the context of this episode um but it's really just obviously there's so much worse stuff that 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 have that's happening like i know that they fight some grimmer portrayed as a big threat here at least we go big like we have the nevermore which is the best grim we've seen we add a new grim like i think that's a good idea like at least we do that stuff but still it's just um that the last few episodes really kind of suffered because uh the grim i feel like we're not as much of a thing as as the writers thought they would be but yeah here so let's let's talk, there's talk about too
1: much going on like there's, there's a lot just, going on yeah there's so much going on like this it, this went from like typical fantasy you know like the forces of good versus the forces of evil to like we have robots like this became the plot of i robot and then like i mean i feel like so i feel like that's the biggest on. takeaway
0: from this episode is the atlas uh night robots um turning turning against the our, our heroes so let's talk about that um so i think that this is kind of like super um, un, it feels to the viewer. I think it feels unfair, but also it's kind of a little satisfying because they've been building up the spotlight for a while, and we're finally seeing the payoff. Um, like I feel like this is one that you could have, we could have seen coming. Like we thought that it would happen yeah. with Penny. Basically, what's happening with the 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 Atlas Knights, like, but it just totally makes sense that this is what they're doing with that. Given, yeah, I don't
1: the, think anyone's surprised.
0: Yeah, this isn't. This is, yeah, like we we built up like oh these are. Everyone's like, "Ooh, Ironwood, you're, you're robots. That's not a good idea." And he's like, "No, nah, it's fine." And now, now it's like, "Oh no, no it's not fine." But yep. I basically just think this is completely unfair because it just makes no sense that they're able to control all the knights right away. Um, I kind of hate. It. I, I kind of hate it. Like it's it's. Well,
1: I think I think it does make sense for me. I'm just, I'm not satisfied in like, okay, great. Now we have robots. Like this is literally like a pirate zombie like vampire fanfic. Like we're just gonna throw everything in here right now. We're going to have robots and the Grim, and this and that. And then the giant, you know, like dragon Grim. for a show, like, for a really, show where
0: one of its biggest flaws is like it can't stay focused on its main characters. Like going this wide at the end of the season is not a good idea.
1: You know, it's like, it's ridiculous. Like that's like for me, I actually completely buy it. Like I make sense that they can control the robots. So like, that's fine. They hacked into the system. We've It's been proven that they can get into whatever. And as much as that might seem unbelievable, they. It's consistent with what we've seen. It is
0: consistent. I agree, but as and like, that's fine. You know, as to as it's
1: just like the fact that the robots. Like, why do we have to have all of this right now?
0: Well, they did. They, the robots have been there for like forever. Like, they've just been yeah, here the entire I know. time.
1: Well, for me, I don't. It, to me, it's not satisfying in that like the robots have always been there, and it's been like kind of an important plot point for like maybe three episodes. The robots are always there, but like half the time I don't even pay attention. Like, I'm like, oh, they're robots, right, I forgot. Like, because, like, they're, like, because we have the robots and the guards, and they look the same. Like, they're just, you can just kind of, you, like, I mean, yes, they're robots, but, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, they look identical yeah. in some shots. Yeah. And so, like, for me, for me I, I'm not satisfied as much, like, to me, this isn't a big payoff. Like, it's like, okay, they took control of the robots, lol, who cares. And, like, like I enjoyed it visually, like, they they turned red, and they turned, like, that was cool, but, like, there's no payoff for me. Like, I don't care.
0: That's interesting. And then, it,
1: it to me, it's just ridiculous. Like, we, okay, we have like, they're basically throwing everything they have at Beacon, and it's like, is this really necessary? Like, you'd think the Grimm would be enough. Because it's not like, yes, they train hunters and huntresses, but you like it's so it's such an absurd amount of grim like you would think the problem is we don't
0: know what their end goal is so we don't know like why it's necessary to have like i mean it's it seems like the robots had the biggest effect here because like they shoot down ironwood and like it's it seems like uh like Linda and Crow, were, like taking on the Grim fine until until the knights turned on them, right? Yeah. So it's I, this had a big impact, but like, why? Like, what? Are, where? Where are we going? We still don't know. I, 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 the, I right
1: now it's just like they're just creating chaos, and it's like, why? Like, yeah. that's cool, but why?
0: Yeah, I agree. It just it just seems too, too, very chaotic right now. Although although turning the soldiers is more of a step towards them actually gaining control of Vale. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I, I, I basically think the opposite of you. Although I think you're. Your opinion makes sense to me. Like, to me, like the knights have been there for a while. We've had this like concurrent running theme of um the danger of like advancing technology this far in the world, and like I feel like this is paying off two seasons worth of stuff. But it is a very minor thing, so I can see I can see it not being satisfied in that regard. Like they, it hasn't been a thing since since season two but also it's like is this paying off our osmond versus ironwood plotline? not really right like this involves ironwood no. heavily but it's it's not it's not like ironwood's fault is it like ironwood was wrong what's the takeaway here like so i still i feel like the bigger theme was osmond v ironwood and we didn't really have that paid off no so right. i can also, see it's Os- right?
1: like not Ospin's like in like the last five seconds of the episode yeah we need to talk
0: about osmond um but yeah, to me, I mean, I can let me quickly stating my qualms about the robots, the robots running like ins, they insert the phone into the into the plane, the computer on the plane, and suddenly all the robots instantly turn red, like as someone who kind of works in this field, that is not how that works at all. And you, they would obviously have security and uh, security in place to like, even like, maybe you can infect the plane, but like, I mean, come on like it's yeah. gonna be each, you, no, it's you're not predation. gonna have interconnected robots and leave this giant hole in in infecting all of them at once that's just so dumb
1: granted all of their technology makes zero sense it does you're so. right
0: i even i forgot their phones were called scrolls until this episode yeah. <laughs> like i completely forgot that well, uh um, it's
1: like the, every everything everything regarding technology in the show has has never made sense it's yeah even though i like the scrolls they make no sense so
0: to me this reminds me of uh, this uh the climax of this episode reminds me of the uh uh, end of the first what's it called book with uh the um uh I don't remember Divergent book right like they have this exact uh, same plot line yeah. yeah so this is just it's a very treaded on and I hate it in the end of that book like I just it, this is always super unsatisfying to me because then like everyone dies and it's like really annoying and I don't know like I think bad things can happen but they need to seem satisfying to the audience um and I don't, I'm not convinced this is like, we'll give it time. This is, you know, there's still two episodes. Yeah. like We'll see what they do with it. This isn't, I'm not saying this is like a clear negative, but, um, this is in the dangerous territory of, uh, seems unfair. I think that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Um, OK, so let's let's go through the episode because there are some interesting characters, some interesting character stuff happening in between all of the action chaos. I will say I do think the direction's really good. I think the score for this episode's incredible. It continues to be one the best thing about the show. Um, and I just think overall it's a very it's one of the most maybe probably maybe the most cinematic episode of the show. And it's like notable in that regard.
1: You know, I think that's that's the part to me that like that's what stands out about this episode and like makes it like, OK. <laughs> Like it makes it like to me like I enjoyed this episode because, like I could see people
0: who like are super into more of like the action stuff like, not necessarily like the action stuff because the action here is so much different than the typical action scene in the show right yeah like like not like the music video awesome type thing like there's very small amounts of that here but I could see a certain type of person thinking this is like one of the best episodes of the show and I'm I'm fine with that like. I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with it, so I'm I'm fine with people loving it. I'm not I'm not like contradicting that in my opinion. I just wasn't blown away by by too much here. Okay, so let's, in the beginning of the episode, first we have to talk about how big of a, again of a monochrome this episode episode this this it's,
1: is. It's been intense, like
0: that. It's like. It's they've just been together for the past three episodes, yet nothing has happened, anything <laughs> romantic. So I don't know. It's it's. I guess that's not what they're doing. But yeah, they're just they're there. Um, after they Well,
1: it's a very interesting like switch on like. The partners and stuff
0: i do kind of love how this episode pays off all of season one like or just the past three episodes it's like we spent so much time with blake and weiss fighting and now they're bffs and like weiss is like unconditionally loves blake so i mean loves is like friends like chill chippers but like yeah it's it's uh it's I, I just i think this is a really good character payoff so i'm completely fine with them doing this
1: you know it's fine but granted i mean it's like well where's yang and then Gruden, I'm finally, we have like Ruby doing stuff. Like, yeah, no, finally. Good, good
0: Ruby episode, bad Yang episode, because we do get one scene of her here and um, it's like, Yang is, we call Yang, Yang's okay. And it's like, I'm, Yang says she's going to the docks, I think, and then they're going there too, but then we don't see Yang at the end.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so.
1: Well, but they weren't at the docks. They either. didn't make it to the
0: docks, I guess. Yeah. I don't have yeah. my veil geography down, but yeah. Um. It's it's uh yeah and I don't I don't know so yeah we 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 see we see Blake and Weiss interspersed throughout the episode I kind of like how they do that um I loved seeing them fight although it was kind of yeah it was kind of dumb <laughs> like they're just taking out yeah. like hundreds of people but yeah like but it was still cool to see them fight uh. White Fang releasing Grimm into the school by the docks. They say, yeah, apparently is a thing. They that's did happening.
1: seamlessly turn from fighting Grimm to fighting the White Fang. It's like they a, they didn't make a big deal out of it. They're just like, okay, now we're just fighting the White Fang.
0: Yeah, they're both just there. Um, they call down their weapons and then they're heading to the docks. Uh, back in the arena, the Nevermore is still on top. Um, Ruby's sad, sad Ruby. Yeah, it's, it's kind of bad. And we see Penny actually torn apart finally. We, like actually see. i
1: did i did get a little annoyed with ruby in the episode simply like she kept making the same facial expression it didn't really make a lot of sense as to why she was like gaping at the sky a few times like what are you doing
0: i don't know there's got. I, I, I got one awesome shot of ruby that i made the screenshot for this for this episode Good. but um yeah i do know it's I think
1: there were a few moments that they like stuff with ruby was made awkward because she didn't really speak a lot in this episode and so like they would just do cuts of her face. It was like, this looks really weird. It's a, it's
0: a little, They're, tr- I assume they're trying to balance like just the extreme grief that she has with like, now she needs to fight. And like, it's too much of a drastic tonal shift for them to handle. So yeah. I, I could see that being awkward. Yeah. Um, Pyrrha also devastated by this. Um, Ruby goes to protect Pyrrha from the Nevermore. Um, And uh, they all call their weapons down on top of it because apparently that's how that works, right?
1: That cracked me up. I was like, "This is ridiculous." But like
0: in a in like an intentional way, or like, no, in in like a this is the show like being funny, or this is the show being ridiculous. Which one?
1: I don't. It's hard to tell. What?
0: It's really hard. I don't. Uh, Okay, so we have this group of people here there's basically all the people we saw fighting earlier in the season we have team juniper team sun team coffee auburn and funky there you go i got it um and i guess that's kind of cool that we just see all the people we saw fighting like in- yeah
1: it was it was cool but like at the same time it's like i don't care
0: yeah i don't care about team funky team
1: well the thing is like it would have been fine if it had just been like this one part and, like we continue to see them and it's like i know they're in the show and like their characters and it's like i don't care
0: yeah it's i think this is a good use though of all these characters because they're just in the background
1: yeah at least at
0: least we didn't have like uh there i mean there's complaints to be had later because we saw them fighting we have like a five second shot of them all fighting grim and it's like at the end of last season coco just tore up all <laughs> the grim and here she's just like only taking on one so there's a little bit of a logical yeah. like it's like i thought coco was op but okay she's now a background character yep. so she doesn't get to do that much um they they all take out the nevermore um pira apologizes to ruby okay so logic check ruby's instantly like it's not your fault what do you think about that
1: uh i mean like it makes sense given ruby's character given her like like nature but
0: would she be able to figure out that it wasn't pira's fault so fast
1: i just i don't like it. a lot of it doesn't make sense because like i I, they did have the speech and like Jean following up with like it's that lady who's yeah. talking's fault. But if John, it, if John but- can
0: figure out that it's the lady who's talking's fault, why is why can't everyone else do that too? Right. That's my thing.
1: Wait, like, a lot of this like I feel they're just I think they're just like running over it just so like we don't have to deal with it like right now.
0: Yeah, which I'm you fine know, with, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with that. But at the same time, though, can you not have Ruby gaping at the sky for like half an episode over this? If like she's just going to be like, okay, it's not really your fault here, bye. Like it's not like, I don't think there's like a fault in the logic. It's just weird. Like it's just, it's, I, it's just, yeah,
0: it's, it's the same thing with the Ruby grief. It's just very fast.
1: They that, wanted to do two different things. Like we're going to do them both at the same time. It's like, yeah. no, you can't do that. I they agree did that. with
0: that. They're, they're doing too many things tonally here. Um, we have Griffin Grimm's coming down. Ruby gets Crescent Rose. We have Port and Ooblack fighting them off and we're kind of left in suspense on, on their status. Presumably they can handle them. I would say. Although they're like one final, they say, I think Port says one final go, go, right? So that's a little questionable. Like
1: place your bets. Are are
0: we, are we, are we killing them off? I would hope not.
1: Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, that seems a little. I mean, it seems a little ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Then we have Ruby saying, "Let's go," and then uh, we have a random picture from from Velvet. Like that's odd. Uh,
1: Well, I think it's because she looks like all heroic and stuff. Like I wanted to take a picture, but. Yeah, it was weird. That, that was, was weird. Like, I was yeah. like, um, like, well, the thing is, it completely takes you out of the moment because it's like, it I'm does, yeah, and I'm like, man, Ruby's such a leader. Look at her; she's leading everybody, and then, like, then she takes a picture, and it's like, well, we just yeah. broke the fourth wall.
0: Yeah, it was kind of well. <laughs> I don't know. They, I mean, they set that up last episode, but whatever.
1: It's it was weird.
0: Um, Ironwood, big Ironwood episode. Um. I think that I really liked him in here, and I think there's really good use of him. His
1: fight scene was probably one of the most interesting fight scenes we've had in the show, even though... like two seconds it was really interesting because like it's so completely different from any other fight scene and like the angles on it were like amazing
0: okay uh, that's one of the ones that stood out to you with angles yeah i could see that Uh, even
1: though his body looked weird the entire time like it looked like the animation got really funky there but like the angles were enough to like keep me from like being too irritated
0: monty credited on animation on this episode so i assume they reused one of monty's old scenes Because that's the new theory, I think, for that I have, is that they're just using old Monty fight scenes. I I could see this being one of the ones that that they used a Monty scene basis on. Um, Anniversary of his death, I think, tomorrow, by the way. So, yeah, very sad. But um, Ironwood fighting, fighting Grimm. Yeah, yeah. So he takes out this one Grim, and um, then he just instantly kills the second Grim. And I saw people being like, "Why did he take so long in this first Grimm if he just shoots the second one?" Like, uh, like later. Uh, well, I mean,
1: Grant, that's the that's the question with any, any show like this. Like, yeah, really, that's true. there's no point. To like, we've seen them take out Grimm in like five seconds. We've also seen them take twenty minutes to fight one Grimm, So it's whatever.
0: Uh, He says, "Status. There's Grim. There's White Fang. And there's the. And we can't. We can't be in the skies because they took over one of my ships." Um, He says, "So I'm going to take it back." And he shoots the Grim in the middle of that. He
1: literally leaves, and I went, "He's going to die." And then what happened?
0: (laughs) That line though. So (laughs) I'm going to take it back. Like Ironwood's never sounded more awesome. It was pretty great.
1: You know, it was. He's. He was pretty legit in this episode. I've
0: always been an Ironwood apologizer. let's let's be clear I but i i it pays off here he's he's great
1: i just like his character design and then today it finally paid off and he was actually cool i think yeah so,
0: like, i think he's cool like i am I'm, I'm a big ironwood fan um fight then he's like you can fight or you can leave and then it's like oh we're we're gonna begin the fight so hooray
1: i did like that he wasn't like, get on the ships like he was like you can do whatever you want boss
0: yeah I, he's i think he's always like that like he's pretty cool yeah uh, he's cool. roman and neil on the on the ship they took over roman just being roman but then they're like that they, he like he's like what does this do and he drops all the things he's like oh i guess nothing i thought that was pretty funny
1: i i liked it too it was really funny because like the sirens went off and they were like all looking at like, the room they were like uh yeah and
0: then we have them put the virus on the ship um robots uh turn on glind and crow they they have the red flashing on their face yeah like you know what that kind of reminded me of was uh the avatar season one finale with the red moon it's like re- red red color symbolizing like a villainous turn
1: <laughs> well for like it's literally irobot like this literally happens in irobot yeah
0: okay so I, they
1: turn red they and, turn like the red robots turn robot. red okay. and they attack like that's it's literally I, robot common thematic and I, also
0: robot. just copying that yeah i could see it um the same. monochrome circled by the robots uh then they turn in ironwood ship and they shoot him down um ruby okay so what's do this we see do we see like do we crazy. see what happens to ironwood ship later i don't remember like it, i think I we see it falling
1: I, I thought we saw it crash like it was when it was Blake and Weiss, and like then we see the ship
0: i'm pretty sure he's not dead
1: you know he's not dead even I don't, though i, was I like, don't
0: think i don't think Dying here makes sense. Like, there's just it's not like nobody would care, and it's 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 not like plotly purposeful, right? So,
1: granted, they could do something where like, oh no, he's dead, but then when he comes back like next season or something, I'd be fine with that. That's okay. Like, I don't think he's really dead.
0: I think we see something jump out of the ship, but it might have been a grim. Maybe that was a different ship.
1: That was well. That was confusing because they cut to a shot of like grim jumping out. So like, I think that was like purposefully hard hard
0: to keep track of. Yeah. Uh, Ruby goes off the ship that they're on takes one of the things and launches onto Roman ship.
1: Like, I was so confused. I was like what is going on? Ruby
0: just casually like, can like, just fly everywhere, you know.
1: Like it was cool, but at the same time it was absurd. Like it was absurd. absolutely ridiculous. I, like Ruby doing I thought she was things, jumping though. onto the ship. Like that's what I thought and then she runs in I'm like wait, what? It's,
0: it's And then no. It it was it, I, I there's precedent for Ruby being able to do these things, but then it's like she doesn't do it most of the time, so it's kind of weird. Yeah uh just
1: we i mean we know the characters do like weird stuff like they can just do ridiculous things but like this is just this was a little over the top yeah
0: and like setting up for our neo ruby showdown which is gonna be fun uh back to monochrome fighting white fang and robots um they need to separate and weiss is like be safe and that's the most shippy thing that they say so
1: Literally the entire time, I'm like, no, not Adam. No, not Adam. Blake no. runs into
0: Adam. No, Adam. I... Adam says, hello, my darling.
1: God. So
0: what's to read on this line from Adam?
1: Like, he's a jerk, and I hope Blake just, like, beats the crap out of him.
0: I said so. this, I think I said this last week or two weeks ago, but I've always... I always have read the Adam Blake dynamic as a uh, romantic, like even from yep. the black trailer, which aired before the show even started. Like I read it, i read this as clearly they're going for a past romantic thing. Um, yep. Do you think that this line confirms that?
1: Yes, it does. And it's very irritating. It could just be him, you know, being
0: a, like him just being. Just being
1: obnoxious.
0: Yeah. But I still think that this is clearly what they're going no, it's,
1: for. No, it's clearly like a past romantic relationship. Like, yeah. I don't think that's ever been really like too much in question. Like it's so obvious Especially given how the show, but yeah, Yeah. but like the way the show handles things like this, like it's all it's always going to be like this. Like,
0: given the simplistic heteronormative perspective of the show is what you're saying, then yes, Yes. it's always (laughs) going to be. This is always dynamic. Given
1: how straight the show is, given how straight,
0: yeah, it's 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 obviously. Um, It's interesting that Blake reacts like this. I think, Uh, like, obviously she's not going to be happy to see him, but it's like complete dread. Like, hmm,
1: interesting. Well, it was, it was definitely, it wasn't the reaction I was expecting, which I'm glad, because, like, I was, ex- like, I was really expecting I thought you'd they be were to go, well, I thought they were going to go the complete, like, annoying straight route, and, like, I don't even know, like, oh, like, Adam,
0: um, like that,
1: no, yeah. but no, I, I'm, I actually, was... like, I think I like this, because I think it's been clear that she's kind of been dreading this encounter for a long time, which I think will make it really interesting, like, the showdown, like, it will make it a very interesting, like.
0: I do wonder if we'll see them fight. I kind of, I don't know if that makes sense that they would fight, but yeah.
1: Well, I don't like, I don't want them, like, I want them to fight because I just want Adam gone. Like, I just want him to go away. Well, no, he can't
0: leave. leave. We haven't done anything with him. We built him up to be this big character, (laughs) and then he hasn't done anything.
1: I'm afraid of what he's going to mean. I don't want him to be here. So we'll see what they do with
0: Adam. I'm pretty they've set him up to be this big figure. Like, he's a big plot twist at the end of last season, and yet we haven't done anything with him yet. So, whatever um then we see it's that shot of the
1: there, like, people around like what are you even doing yeah, i don't know what he's
0: doing we say that shot of the students fighting like i was talking about before um our three villains minus roman and neil on top of the school um beautiful it's almost sad says mercury hmm horrendous focus uh-huh. focus they're
1: it was Emerald.
0: Emerald, yeah. Focus on the, uh, at least in Nights, Uh and then Mercury's recording. Continue the broadcast until the end. You do not want to miss what happens next. Oh, Cinder is so dumb. Like, that line Emerald. is so annoying. Stop making her just this all, all like, no substance, all show type villain. Like, even at the yeah. end, we just see her standing somewhere and like, we we've cut into her eyes. Like, she's a character that just... It's it's her entire purpose is to look cool and say like ominous things. And that line <laughs> She's, is just super annoying.
1: Literally a piece of cardboard. Like
0: this is I, I like this. This episode convinced me more than any that we need a big bad. That's not Cinder because I'm just super annoyed with her character at this point.
1: I mean, granted, I do think this scene was interesting in that perhaps Emerald will break yeah. away.
0: That is the yeah. OK, that's the big, big, interesting thing about this. Emerald is like upset. So do you think that that's where they're going with Emerald?
1: Like, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if it'll be like a big drastic breakaway. Like I could see it. Maybe that could be something they're setting up for. Like that could be like a season long like thing. Like Emerald being like, hmm. Well, and like well Emerald.
0: Emerald may entirely Cinders as well. love.
1: I think that's what's going to happen.
0: I, I think that they've actually been setting this up. Like, I think that um, the first episode of the season we had Emerald interacting with Team Ruby and then being super nice to her and her like being fake nice back. And even at the end, she was like, "Ugh, like so nice." Like, yeah. even like I, I, I feel like there's some She's setup.
1: Literally, May.
0: I think that there's some setup for this. I mean, who's who's her Zuko though? <laughs> this
1: is a really good question.
0: I mean, uh, who are we shipping Emerald with? Like, I don't even know. Do people ship Emerald with anyone?
1: Can we get rid of Mercury also? Like, can he go away? He really gets on my nerves.
0: Mercury is pointless. So, yeah.
1: Like, Oh, my God. I'm so annoyed with him. Like, he was literally filming it. Like, go away. Yes, and there needs to get
0: mad at him because he broke rank and there's been no payoff to that, no. but whatever. Um, yeah, so I'm interested to see what they do with Emerald. I would love Emerald as a hero because she's one of my favorite characters. So, that'd yeah. be great. Um, Oz has been watching. Um, he's about to leave to do something. I think there's two possibilities for what he was about to leave to do. Fight, which I feel like is what they're setting it up. But then, like, we also see him, like... Looking for Pyrrha, maybe. So I don't know. Um, yeah, he's I about to know. leave, but then he sees that uh, the dragon grim comes, right? So,
1: okay, that was like, okay, so I understood they were like, okay, we have everyone, audience, pause. We all have to care for what's about to happen because they set it up for like three whole seconds and then yeah. it's like, oh, it's a giant grim and it makes more grim, which that is like, that is pretty cool and kind of scary and makes more grim. So it's like the mother of all grim it's this was kind of like a how to train your dragon moment you know with like the mother dragon and like
0: the the yeah i I think that that this was like pretty cool i do think it's kind of misplaced suspense because i don't think this is the biggest thing that happened this episode i think the at least a knight's turning was the biggest thing so i think that it's a little bit of uh not understanding what the climax of the episode is
1: well it's also kind of like ridiculous it's like okay we like we've already seen the nevermore which is like to us like that is the biggest baddest grim. Like Nevermore it
0: looks it. bigger than this this dragon by the yeah. way.
1: Yeah. And like the dragon like. Also, I thought it was going to have a bit more of an impressive name than like the grim dragon. Like I do assume it's like the grim mother or like it, I do It, it know, might have a different name.
0: That was him. just like they showed the sketches yeah. at the end. So it yeah. could it could have had a different name since then, but
1: Yeah, um, but like I don't even
0: Yeah, so I, I I do like I do like the concept of this. It's weird that it's just been living in this mountain <laughs> and then it breaks well, out.
1: is, like was it like an end? What? Or like was it in tune? Yeah, like I don't know. Like- and then
0: it just and I it, one would assume that um, it broke out because there's enough negative emotion and that's how Grim works. But then it's like was C- and Cinder referenced? you will have to see what happens next? And presumably this has happened next. How does Cinder know that this, this that the the, the Grim Dragon like is going to break out because of this much negative emotion? Like she can hope that that's going to happen, but like yeah, it doesn't like- make any sense.
1: It just, I don't, I don't even. know. Unless and she broke it out, like,
0: unless they show next that she did that, then it's obvious. Also,
1: okay. why do we need all this extra stuff if they believe so much in the Grim Dragon? Like, because if there's, if this is the what is your is goal? Month,
0: like, is it to break this out? Like, what are we are we seeing like, it finally? I don't know.
1: Like, I just, I'm confused. Yeah, um, we see. Also, his, everyone seemed to know what we meant because, though, because like you know, they had Glinda, and everybody was like, "Oh crap!" Yeah. Like, it must, it must it be that
0: there's this they, that they all knew this it was trapped in this mountain that was right next to yes. them which, which is, is dumb awesome yeah uh we have this brief this brief moment also, of, does
1: this maybe like mean something for like how grim are created like that we have like this grim dragon that like drops
0: yeah Grimm. maybe this is maybe grim just spawn another grim we don't know
1: interesting. interesting interesting
0: yeah um brief moment of arcos eye contact which i thought was kind of romantic um that's at least that's what they're going for right. uh we have P and then we see Pyrrha leave to s- go to Ozpin in the distance. And then John follows her and Cinder. Oh
1: God, John. Cinder
0: looking and, and Cinder on the top of a building 10 episode. Okay. So let's talk. Maybe about,
1: they're going to kill John.
0: What We can only hope.
1: I was like, I was like, I'm being real. there's a lot of wishful thinking. Yeah, on my
0: They're part. definitely not doing that, but because that's the miles <laughs> voiced character. But yeah, we could only hope. So uh, let's talk about uh, what's going on with Ozpin and to wrap the, wrapping things up. Let's talk about what's going on with Ospin and um, Pyrrha at the end of this episode. So Ozpin we, in this episode, we just see watching the fight happening. And at the end he leaves either to go join the fight or to go pick up, to go get Pyrrha. And it's like now or never. Right. Um, and then Pyrrha's like, okay, I guess I have to do this, which obviously she's going to do after she tears Penny apart. So, what's so what's gonna happen with Pia? i guess next episode she's gonna like want to become the fall maiden right and then we'll do that next and episode John's
1: gonna be there and be really annoying.
0: and then that'll be a, an entire dumb romantic thing and but here's my question is like i, I said osben's like prime suspect for being our big bad does this episode support
1: that i think if it supports anything it supports that like there's, there nothing, there's super- nothing
0: of Sam's substance here, right?
1: Well, it could be like... Maybe Ozpin is like... Austin wants his own champion. And whether we want... And regardless if that's good or bad, that's what's happening. So, like, I don't know.
0: I think that... I there, mean, I don't
1: think he's bad.
0: I think that there were implied shots of um, Ozpin, like, not liking what's happening and being genuinely... And, like, he's about to go change things and go out there on his own. So, I think that, like, um, very subtly, this episode is maybe pointing us towards been not being evil, but uh, then again, he doesn't actually do anything. He just sits there. They make so. him
1: so sketchy. Like, he is so sketchy. I just... Everything Ozpin does, he's just so sketchy. The problem
0: is, Ironwood's down. Um, Glinda and Crow are off fighting, so we need someone to represent the, uh, the pushback against yeah. Cinder and turn and, like, get the Fall Maiden powers into into Pyrrha. And it's like, Osben's the only one in the position to do that. So if he really was the evil one, then everyone's screwed right now. Cause yeah. something bad will like, but well, it doesn't really make, like if, if, if Osben's Ousman, if the big bad, then there's like nothing anyone can do. Cause,
1: yeah.
0: Cause he'll control, he'll control Pyrrha and the Fall Maiden. And like, I don't know. I, it's, I don't know if, if they can sustain two episodes of, continued fall and no pushback which would would have to which is what would have to have happen if husband was evil so well, um, i'm well, kind of off it after this
1: well it also doesn't make like any sense like okay, let's say we get like we we want them to lose right like that's that's the consensus yeah so but here's the thing we get pira if like let's say it succeeds then what's the point we just have these two people fighting and they have like they complete each other like they have the halves of the other's power and they're just gonna fight like so, what? What does that accomplish?
0: Yeah, I don't Unless, know. What I don't like, know what they're doing.
1: Like, if they're gonna win, the only way this episode, the season can end, is Cinder getting the rest of the power and Pyrrha being dead or whatever. And then, like, then what? Then what are they gonna do? Like, just I don't understand what's going on.
0: Really, like, really weird the how they've planned? been how they've been handling the maidens here because, like, even we have last week a world of that, which just retells the maiden story that we heard in the episode. And it's like, why are we bringing the maidens in? Like this episode has nothing to do with maidens. And it's, it's like almost, you could almost just take out the dumb, dumb, dumb maiden stuff and like have a coherent, have a just as coherent season. Yes. So,
1: except we still have no idea what this is, what the villains are doing. So like, so, you know, I,
0: I, I, I assume the next two episodes will coalesce upon this maiden's plot, um, how it manifests. I don't know. The 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 world of Remnant last week had showed the four original maidens, who kind of you could draw parallels between each of them and members of Team Ruby's, Like that is still out there. I don't I don't know how we would do that. I don't know how. Well, we... I
1: do I have I do have like if I'm I'm gonna start taking a claim in the finale. Okay. And this just kind of came to me, but like I imagine we're gonna have a scene like this is Battle of Hogwarts scene. You know, Voldemort versus Harry, except it's um, Pira and Cinder, and Pira, or as Pira is Pira's about to get the power, or maybe Cinder, like, it, like in that moment where Cinder defeats Pira and like the power, however it works, is released and is going like Cinder's expecting to get it, like Ruby comes swinging in or whatever, because Ruby always like shows up at like either the best possible time or the worst possible time, and if the and if this very prominent theory that Ruby is the Fall Maiden or is a maiden the power could go to her, and we could end the episode on, like, Ruby, like, I don't know, like, the power hitting her or something.
0: Yeah. That's really interesting. I would love that. The, the theory's generally been Ruby's the summer maiden, but her getting maiden powers at all would be super interesting.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like if the, for us, it like, because let's say we lose. I think we want we want to lose. But the thing is, like, where are we going to go from there? And I feel like there has to, I just, I don't know, like, how are we going to end this season with there being a sense, for there to make sense for there to be another season? And then also to, like, not wrap things up, but, like, have some sort of, like, a point in the plot that matters. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it would be interesting to do that with Ruby. Maybe, uh, I, I still think it's interesting to see how we're going to have Pyrrha's body, like, between two personalities. Maybe, in the end, Pyrrha's, like, we have, like, evil Pura for next season. <laughs> like, Cinder's Pyrrha now. <laughs> I don't know how that would work. But, like, that, that would be really cool, though, if, like, Pyrrha turned into the villain. Um uh yeah there's a lot of interesting possibilities you can go and you can go basically any direction because there's no concrete narrative or plot structure (laughs) about this uh about this thing like it's not it doesn't make sense so just do whatever you want i just i do i like i don't think anything they do with the maidens is going to be like satisfying or unsatisfying it's just going to be neutral like in terms of um in terms of sense in terms of a sensical plot so i would prefer if they so my hope is that they do something super cool with it like that's that would be yeah um okay so, going into the last two episodes, ne- the next two weeks, Wikipedia has titles. I don't know where they got these titles from. Maybe they revealed them and I didn't see it. May this be your final Battlefield and the last days. So, that's like end game as Avatar Season yeah. 1
1: title. No, I was about to say, I'm like, this is Korra, yeah. like, that's what this is.
0: Korra Season 1 title. Yeah, so there you go. Um, overall, you know, we're both, it's like, we're both like, okay, about this episode. Right? Yep.
1: Happened. Let us
0: know what you thought. Uh, get, leave us some YouTube comments. You can Comment on overlyanimated.com Although I'm getting a lot of spam so I might have to shut down comments And um, send us asks on Tumblr uh, Give a call Stake your claim I, I'm going to encourage the main The main topic of YouTube comments to be Stake your claim, give us your theory for The last two episodes um, This is your last chance, I know that we have another week But um,
1: I'm calling mine the random ruby theory the ran- Where she just flies in
0: Random ruby, okay I've am I I I've staked the husband Evil claim although i'm not i don't think it's gonna happen anymore i also have registered this evil pyro one today although i don't know how that's gonna (laughs) that's gonna do so yeah let us know it'll be interesting last two episodes not much anchoring down in terms of logic so really where are we gonna go who knows (laughs) like it's anyone
1: could be right anyone
0: could be right like you could say the most absurd thing and it could happen which is like which i know i'm saying is a bad thing but it's also kind of fun like that that we have we're in this we're in this direction in the last two episodes hello
1: ruby like blew a
0: locker on this ship <laughs> like who knows anything could happen so stay your clip okay i'm Dylan nice and that's lenny stove all overly support us on patreon patreon.com slash overly animated thanks to our current patron Shayna, Mitch, Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, and Rachel aka Haina, Fever, Mitch, Cordell University, Beatrice, Jane, Spaz, like your mailman, and Rachel Rose we'll be back next week to cover the second to last episode of Ruby of the Season and we will get ready for the finale, maybe we'll have a Ruby's ending pretty soon, maybe we'll have a volume three wrap-up podcast, I just thought of that recently, that seems like a thing we could do and yeah cool bye. <laughs> no, that wasn't the bye yet Oh, sorry. Wow. Okay. Thanks for listening, <laughs> Wow. We'll <laughs> see you next time. Bye.
1: Bye. A whole second.
0: Wow.